So you're listening to Nurse Talk on the Progressive Voices TuneIn Network. We're delighted to have a frequent guest and friend of the show, RN and Nursing Practice Health and Safety Specialist, Deanne McEwen, with us today. We're going to visit with her in just a moment. The positive impact of RNs in the public arena can be traced back to the earliest American nurses. These RNs, who included women like Lillian Wald and Lavinia Dock, saw communities in desperate need and poverty, whether it was from poor sanitation, lack of opportunities for children working in sweatshops, or no access to health care. To advocate for these patients' health, these nurses understood that they needed to advocate for social reform on a broader level. Many early 20th century RNs were deeply involved in social movements. Wald and Doc were representatives of nurses who expanded the role of RNs in advocating on behalf of the public interest by speaking out on issues such as women's suffrage, child labor law protections, and union and workers' rights. Deanne, welcome to Nurse Talk. Great to have you with us today. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Always a privilege to work with both of you. Thank you so, so much. So just to start out, uh, how long have you been a nurse and how did you get into nursing? Oh my goodness, uh, over 40 years I've been a registered nurse and I got into nursing, I would have to say the biggest influence was my grandmother. Mm -hmm. She took care of uh, older people and often took me with her to nursing homes and to people's homes. Uh, she was a visiting nurse after she retired from teaching, so mm -hmm. I just That's loved it. I love that. And then what made you get into the advocacy? Because now you, you've moved from the bedside into full-on RN advocacy, have you not? Oh, absolutely. And the advocacy piece has to do with being part of a community where you mm -hmm. see people with needs that aren't able to speak up for yeah. themselves, and that's the nurse. You know, you run interference for people and, and make sure that their needs are met. Do you, you do the best you can. It's yeah. a sacred obligation, I think, don't you? Yeah. I think it's definitely a sacred obligation. Now, Labor Day has already come and gone, but let's talk about the real meaning and significance of Labor Day because we kind of just blow it off as a little holiday action. Well, it is, but this, this country and, and the whole American dream has been made possible by the labor of all of us as mm. workers, people in the community. We built this country. And so honoring the work of the 99% of us that uh, live paycheck to paycheck um, in our society, um, this tradition of labor being on the side of civil rights and advocacy for all, I think deserves uh, a spot in the the sunshine front and center. I, I would agree with you so wholeheartedly and why is it so important that nurses particularly are paying attention to labor unions? Well the I think the best answer to that is that collectively we've shared in the struggle historically from Lavinia Dock, Lillian mm -hmm. Waltz days uh, to help get women the vote to advocate in favor of civil rights for privileging women's values, men's values, children's values in the community. Uh, and we knew we couldn't do that alone, that we needed to band together collectively, form and join unions for that common protection so that we could uh, create a society that benefits all of us. Yeah, and speaking of that, organizing NNU and the National Nurses Organizing Committee, uh, they're organizing all over the country, and it seems like that's picking up a little bit of steam. Do you think that's the case, and, and why is it? Absolutely. We've, we've garnered the attention of the nation as National Nurses United. We are the largest and fastest growing union of registered nurses in the country, now representing over 190,000 nurses across the United States. 
And I just, I, I can't say enough now, Deanne, that it is so critical that we support unions, particularly this nurses union, because there aren't that many unions left. Let's be real, a lot of the unions have gone by the boards. And also now in terms of medicine, the changes I've seen in hospitals and in corporate, you know, when I came up and when you came up, Deanne, it was mom and pop hospitals. Yes. And now it's big corporate conglomeration type hospitals. Yeah. And they have all the power. They're setting all the rules. And what I see in my own profession, I happen to be in long-term care now, is they want to do away with RNs and they want to put that to a med tech. So this is a certified nursing assistant who is now going to function and do many of the roles that an RN does. And so now more than ever, I think unions are critical. Well, they are. And, you know, with a nod to Dr. Martin Luther King, who said all labor has dignity, he said it was no accident that organized labor uh, came together with the civil rights movement because... Again, we need our nursing assistants and our healthcare techs, but registered nurses have a duty under the law. We have a license to advocate in the exclusive interests of our patients, even when that advocacy, and that's where it gets tough, is against the economic interests of, of many of our employers. You know, uh, the, the, the profession does not belong to the wealthy. The profession is a service practiced on behalf of everyone that needs our help as nurses. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we wanted to talk, talk, uh, touch upon a couple of issues that have to do with nursing, but also some wider issues as, as well. But first off, like safe staffing ratios. Uh, talk a little bit about that in, in use role and in obtaining those and maintaining them. Well, that's where all of our issues really, uh, in terms of equality, access to health care, come together. Um, again, how can you do the best job you know how to do if you've got an extremely heavy workload? Yeah. Who, who does that benefit except the employers that are trying to collect more dollars off the back of workers? So the safe uh, nurse to patient ratio law, the landmark legislation that was passed in California in 1999, we're struggling to get that law passed for everyone in the nation because that means people have access to the registered nurses they need infection rates are higher, your risks of dying are higher um, if there aren't sufficient number of nurses on duty to care for you at the time you go to your community hospital and seek care. And I would dare say, Deanne, that this isn't, this isn't in any uh, the literature, it's just in my own experience, that places where there is a nurses union, I do believe you're getting better care. And what we see, I see here in California, that many nurses who graduate here in California where our union is strong, have to go to other states to get their first job because they're not hiring here, because nurses gravitate here where we're better taken care of. And when we're better taken care of, it translates to the patient. The patient gets better care. Yes. It's a two-way street here. Um, and that's why I think RN advocacy in a union is so very vital to us because we really are fighting for patients' rights. That's what it's all about. This isn't just for us to make a better wage. This is us staying healthy. And if we're healthy, then we can help you get healthy. That's what it's about. Yes, exactly. What we say is protected nurses equals protected patients. There actually are a couple of studies that show that patients cared for in hospitals where there's a unionized workforce have better outcomes. Again, collectively on behalf of the patients. And we raise all boats and that's the crux of social unionism. It's not, as you said, just for better wages for ourselves, but it raises the standards for the community as well. Whether you belong to a union or believe in unions or not, 
that was made very clear by Dr. King, where America and progress toward the American dreams and some of the health and safety regulations that have protected workers and patients were brought because of union advocacy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank you. And, and there's some larger issues that NNU deals with as well, such as climate change, uh, dealing with Wall Street. Uh, why is NNU involved in issues like that? Well, the short answer is there are no jobs on a dead planet and there are no healthy people on a planet that's been polluted by toxins. And at the bedside every day, nurses, we see people struggling to breathe, to get out of bed. Um, even the Pope has issued an encyclical that talks mm. about, you know, our planet's beginning to look like a garbage dump. Yeah. And, and we just, as nurses know, because of our training and background, know that that's not healthy, that's not good for people, and so we're obligated as advocates to do something about that. But so very important that um, we hear that. And as nurses, when you're talking about fracking, you're talking about health care. Yes, you are, and, and we know that there are chemicals put into the earth that cause birth defects, that cause cancers, and we can't be silent and not say something about that. So whether you're a, a Catholic or not, that's a common value for yes. all of us, nurses' values. Uh, the Pope eloquently stated that, you know, this is for all people. You know, he's not seeking to gain membership in his church. It's like we're all part of a common community. Yes, so much. So what would you say, Deanne, to young nurses getting into the profession? Well, I, I went back to school to be a nurse educator. I love educating nurses, even second career, coming back into the profession. Um, it's a noble profession. Um, you've got to love it from the first day. You love people. And you, you, you will never know everything, but there's always something you can do to make someone's lives better the simplest of things, and they're going to be eternally grateful for that. And, you know, saving human lives, you can't place a value on human life or that work. You do it because you love it and you care. And, you know, that's the thing that I love the most. When I hear you say that, when I hear any nurse say that, it brings me back to why I went into this business. And um, I, I just don't think there's any greater calling than to help your, your uh, fellow man. And certainly nursing has allowed me to do that all these years. And I absolutely love having the union to protect me in that endeavor because it's, it's just such a critical one. Is there anything else you'd like to share? That was just very well said. Thank you very much. And just going back to the Ebola crisis where the nurses got sick they called it the nurse killer disease. Even when they weren't getting paid, there was no one else there to do the work. So nurses shouldn't have to get hurt, sick, or die for lack of protection. Union, being becoming a member of, joining and forming unions is the best protection, I think, uh, that uh, we could have to continue to do the work that we do, and we are making a difference together. Thank you. That's so very Thank true. You. We've been talking with RN and Nursing Practice Health and Safety Specialist Deanne McEwen. For more information about this topic, visit nnu.org or visit our website at nursetalksite.com.